Cinnabuds, Cinnabuds, two buddies talking about cinema. Talk, 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 talk. Hello. I'm 889 Justin Barney. I'm Milwaukee Films' Christopher Pollard. And we are Cinnabuds. Today, we're talking about weird movies. And now, Wink Wilkinson's Weird World with your host, Wink Wilkinson. It's weird. Wink Wilkinson laughing and scratching at you. How's everybody doing today? I got a little bit of a stiff neck. Let me just fix this up. Oh, that feels a lot better. Well, I got a great show for you today with some wonderful weird stuff. Okay, today we are talking about weird movies. Uh, We did a weird movies episode last year, and we just want to make it a reoccurring thing because we love you weirdos. Yeah, we want to promote weird movie viewing. Yes, and so that begs the question, what is a weird movie? What constitutes a weird movie? I feel like there's a rainbow of weird movies. All right, hit me with each color. You've got a movie that is incomprehensible, that hits you with images that make no sense. It's hard to follow. Incomprehensible. What you have on the screen is the perfect example is Eraserhead. Eraserhead is incomprehensible and strange. strange. Like what? I, why is that thing there? <laughs> cha- I think challenging is the key word there, in yeah. that it is like the the accomplishment. Getting through it is yeah. an accomplishment in itself. When we use the buzz, challenging is like a like a trick. When you see it written in a, at a film festival, like this challenging film, it means like you are going to be messed up. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Raise that's a good example of that. Ones that are just slightly off kilter, just a little bit bizarre. Like, sorry to bother you. Yeah, um, that's a that's a weird movie. But that is a weird movie, but it's got a story that you can follow. It's not like it's not like absolutely not gonna, third base. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, honestly, I think Anchorman, <laughs> the story of Ron Burgundy, when that came out, I'm like, how did this movie get made? There's so much, so many weird jokes that almost make no sense. Yes. I'm a big fan, but I was like, I was very surprised by that. I thought that was a little weird. Okay, but yeah, I I tend towards the middle to latter of. Of that rainbow when I think of weird movies, I think. I think that we're, the definition is is either, um, would you say, incomprehensible yeah, like and incom- challenging. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure. To something that has some kind of a story arc, but is also kind of like but has a, a looming, different. W- di- like way off than what you would expect. Some incomprehensible elements maybe, but still you can follow it and yeah. What is one movie that you want to hone in on and highlight as a favorite weird movie? I'll say this is, this is like, okay, so we're going to go with that scale. One being, <laughs> being uh, sorry to bother you, uh, 10 being a racer head. I'd say this is like between a four and a six. Okay. Um, th- it's called November. Came out about three years ago by Reiner Sarnet. It's an Estonian film. Nice. You know the rich Estonian cinema that we <laughs> yeah. all are familiar with? Uh-huh. But honestly, um, so it's shot beautiful black and white photography, a lot like the lighthouse or witch. Um, but it, it's, it, it kind of is built around this folklore. Um, it's a group of peasants. They use magic and folk remedies to survive. And a young woman tries to get a young man to fall in love with her. So there's this, there's actually a, a love triangle that it's built around. Mm. They have this element. Um, a part of their culture is, are these things called crots, K-R-A-A-T. Which is essentially an assemblage of like tools and just non, just things, things laying around that you can sell your soul to the devil to put that soul into the crot, and then it becomes essentially a servant to you. Okay. The first one you see is just a collection of rakes <laughs> and a bucket that 
which uh, I should say there's a lot of humor in this movie too um that that just kind of works for the farmer and does work but very clumsily because this the they're the, like alive yeah they put a, they have a soul in them now so okay. they can work for the person there's a scene at which that that particular crop grabs a cow and helicopters it into the sky okay it is really odd but it is a followable story and there's actually some really good humor in it because of the kind of outlander stuff that they do to try to move move through this uh, folklore. It's pretty funny. All right, we're going to talk more about November. Yes. And some other weird suggestions uh, when we come back. Nonprofit Radio Milwaukee is brought to you by you. A membership contribution is your personal commitment to music and Milwaukee. Visit RadioMilwaukee.org to check out your donor benefits and the thank you gifts to show off your 88.9 pride. Okay, and we're back talking about weird movies. Yeah. And you were just talking about November. Yeah, it's a, a, to recap, Estonian film. Yes. <laughs> rakes are throwing yeah, a cows. Rakes and saws are just being put together, putting having souls put in them and becoming servants. Another crop that is made is essentially a snowman with a pitchfork in it. And that has a soul, and it turns out it's the soul of a poet, and it's very sad and very funny that this melting snowman is just trying to get out the last poems he can before he melts and dies. Uh, there's also a witch, that a shape-shifting witch, that turns into a goat. And in this village, they find out, well, um, the only way, if the witch comes, the only way to send her away is to put your pants over your head and lay down, because that way it makes it look like you have two asses. <laughs> If you have two asses, it'll confuse and freak out the witch and she'll leave. I like it. Makes sense. I think that opens up a, a bit of a door for horror movies, which I think yeah. in the past in the past couple years, since we have been doing this podcast, weird horror movies are definitely yeah. have definitely like kind of like formed their own genre. Yeah. In uh, um Mid and kind of like was a very it kind of like making a horror movie definitely opens the door for you to just do things that are weird. Yeah, you know, art horror is a big uh, yeah yeah yeah. So that is something that we that we want to see more of. But also, I like things that aren't just explicitly scary, that aren't like weird for the sake of being scary. Right. Something that is weird for the sake of right. being like whimsical. This, yeah, this movie is similar. It, like, is it liked scary? Which. Not really. Okay. Not really. It is filmed as if it is going to be scary. It sounds scary. Yeah. To me. And it looks, I mean, it's visually the black and white and yeah. there's like these characters. Estonia. Yeah, Estonia <laughs> just sounds scary because, you know, we're xenophobic. Uh, <laughs> but it is, um, it's filmed like it's scary. It's dark. It's about witches and devils. But it's honestly kind of funny. Mm. Um, because it is so over the top, but it's about this, and there's like a love story involved. But yeah, it's just all these elements are so strange and whimsical, and it's entertaining. That is great, very entertaining film. Okay, so I want to do like a little weird movie rundown. Um, these are I want to do like five weird movies that you have to see if yeah. you are interested in weird movies. That honestly, if you're listening to this, you probably have seen any all or most of these yeah. but i just wanted to write down kind of like the holy grail the like of five weirdo of weirdo movies yeah. they most of them i think kind of like skew on our 
um, on our on our scale from Eraserhead to Sorry to Bother You. Right. Um, Eraserhead is on here, so sure. uh, it's certainly on the end, yeah. more on the end of Eraserhead. <laughs> yeah. um, so let's start with Eraserhead. Eraserhead, 1977, David Lynch, black and white, industrial, yeah. post-apocalyptic or pre-apocalyptic, just destitute wasteland. Yeah, I feel like a precursor to every Tool video I've ever seen. Sure, yeah. yeah. Um, it's, Love those tool videos. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it's weird in every. It's it's weird in in the challenging way. Yeah, and uh, I think very good. I mean, Eraserhead. It's it's not a movie that you like. You know, are watching on a Saturday night. But I saw it when I was eighteen, and I've never seen it nor want to see it again. And I mean that in a positive way. <laughs> sure. Yes. <laughs> I feel like that's the intention of the movie. Yeah. Kind of a movie in a similar on a on a similar bend is 1973's Holy Mountain. Sure, hundred um, percent. It's just also a movie that takes on the a world of its own and yeah. kind of like takes on religions and things are killed in it. You know, it's like the seventies were, you know, just a different time. <laughs> it's like you could just <laughs> like kill <laughs> animals in in the movies, and it has it is very it's very bizarre. It's uh, challenging and difficult to get through, but it is incredibly. Um, artistic. I mean, it is. It's yeah. it's a masterpiece. All in, of his movies right. are visually like over the top. Like every single scene is just a, a whole set had to be created. Yeah. We showed that movie last year, and there's a very dedicated following. We had a really good turnout for it because that's like a cult classic. Yeah, uh, Jodorowsky's Holy Mountain. I mean, there's just like some of the costumes in it. Mm-hmm. You know, are just costumes. The sets. The it's. It's yeah, all, like this musician Aldous Harding released this album last year, and she was like wearing this hat, and I asked her about it. And she was like, you know, she was like, yeah, I saw Holy Mountain. Oh, oh, <laughs> <You really? know? laughs> Influence. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then, kind of like deviating from that a bit, I want to talk about 1972's Pink Flamingos. Yeah, famous John Waters movie. Um, John all Waters, John Waters all, the entire canon of John Waters oeuvre. are yes. in my wonderful weird movies, yeah. For sure. And John Waters is, is I think, a bit different than Eraserhead and Holy Mountain, where oh, yeah. those are, like, intensely serious yeah. and challenging from that. Um, Pink Flamingos and all John Waters movies are funny. Yeah. You know, they're... Weird comedies is a whole subset of wonderfulness. Yeah. They're funny, <laughs> but they are also disgusting. Yeah. You know, like, that. I, that is, like, Sometimes kind of, like, the funny core. because they're disgusting. Yeah. yeah. Um, he, I mean, I think he's often said he's, like, the king of filth. Mm-hmm. And uh, it is. Divine is the, the lead character, yeah. and Divine is just absolutely incredible. Um, you know, Divine eats dog poop in the movie. Yeah. That is kind famously. of like famously. Um, yeah, if you want to see somebody eating, <laughs> and we're out. Yeah, and we're out. It was nice. That was a, that was a movie a that I saw once, and I was like, <laughs> I am very. I'm glad that I saw that. Also, a chicken gets killed. You know, like yeah. you just kill animals. Who doesn't want to see these things. Yeah. Um, <laughs> weird. I am against that one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just saw one on the screen coming up. I'm like, oh, I have a lot to say. Well, I what? wanted to stay in kind of like the mid-70s oh, no, here. This I'm on board for. Uh, yeah. Um, 1974's Zardos. So good. Zardos <laughs> is a very Purely weird Purely for Sean Connery's costume. God, Sean Connery. Uh, just like Lady Gaga so much before Lady Gaga hair. was even born. <laughs> so much chest hair. 
such a weird costume, such a weird concept, yeah, such a weird soundtrack. The giant head that throws up guns. Uh, <laughs> do you remember that at the end? Yeah. The giant head. Oh, and like, I think reading is reading outlawed. Is that what it is? Having books is outlawed. Yeah. It's a, oh man, yeah. It's a great weirdo sci-fi movie at like the best time for the, that. There, I, I think there was this like age in the 70s where like the, where these movies were just kind of like actively challenging norms, yeah. you know, and like in a way that, so many movies kind of like get eye rolled at, you know, now, now it's like, if you want to challenge the norm, you have to do it like in a really, you're like focus on like something really niche or, you know, these were kind of like broadly challenging big norms in very weird ways. Like uh, making honest, a giant head. They were all up. high as a kite. <laughs> yes. Which is, you know, part of the fun of these. <laughs> Zardos, 1974. Yeah. The last one that I want to talk about of the do kind it. of classic five is Gummo, released in 1997, a movie that I have seen more than once. What? I know. Um, I don't advise it. Really, you don't. Not a fan of Gummo. I hate Gummo so much, Ooh. and I don't like Harmony Korn. I'm not a huge fan. When Kids came out, it was very effective, and he didn't direct that. He wrote it. Kids was a very effective, and it's a very disturbing movie that I never need to see again, mm. but- I was like, that's effective. I get it. And then Gummo. Gummo is like, you know, like on the other side of a racer head challenging. Yeah. You know? Um, His, you know what? It can be too much. Yeah. And I'm sorry to derail this. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. But Gummo seems to me like, see, that's the trouble. And you know what? Great example. Yeah. Because. I feel like this represents that kind of weird movie. When you have a movie, it's super weird. It's got all this weird imagery. You do run the risk of just seeming... Weird for weird sake. Yeah, weird for weird sake without any substance behind it. Or even if you're not going to have substance, if you're just in it for the absurdity, mm-hmm. it just seems genuine or it doesn't. Yeah. For some reason, Harmony Corinne does not speak to me very genuinely. And and I think I think that you do get to like a, a good point there where there is... You can take it to the point where it's just like this is like a weird fetishizing of weird, yeah. you know, of being like weird for weird sake or just like being challenging for the sake of being challenging, Yeah, which sometimes I think, you know, can be looked at as being like, oh, it's the ultimate art. It is art for art's sake. You mm-hmm. know, it is, it's, or because sometimes we, you know, we really want to say that something is the more the more impenetrable something is, yeah. the more like artistic it is. Right, which is is which is a lie. Yeah, which is not <laughs> which accurate. is just not true. <laughs> that, that shouldn't be the only thing that it is. <laughs> yes, and I think that a lot of these can flirt with it. Yeah, and I, I I think you're great for this pushback because um, I think the best weird movies are are not kind of like taking advantage of its right. viewer. Yeah, you know, its viewer's yeah. willingness to endure right and i think it's a very fine line especially in weird movies it is a very fine it's obviously up to every individual yeah i know a ton of like people who are diehard corinne fans and love gummo but like there's a movie called black moon that louis mal did it's also just random imagery there's a loose story i can see that being one of those things like is this just impenetrable just to be that way and it didn't seem that way to me but i that is such a fine line between something like gummo and and Black Moon, where like I don't know why I feel like this one's legit and the other one's not. Mm-hmm. 
because it's already confounding in so many other ways, which Let's, is great. That's the fun part. You wanted to bring to highlight two movies um, that are worth mentioning. And oh you yeah, had mentioned November. That was and, a good list, by the way. I should say I didn't see it before. That was a good list. It's a good variety of weird, yeah. weird. I, I think those ones, like if those ones, you, you got to see. Yeah. Um, oh, it's so hard. I have, I'm going to do, I'm going to save this one for later. Um, there's a doc. It's a weird doc. Oh, I love and that. And that is hard to find a weird documentary. Truth, stranger than fiction. <laughs> it's, I, I love that. But it's what sort of it? an experimental doc where you do hear a story that's true, but it is intermixed with these kind of scenes. There's a musical sequence. I love <laughs> a musical sequence. Musical it was like sequence. in, in Eraserhead, the, you know, the... The lady in the radiator. Yeah. That is like my favorite part of that movie. <laughs> like any movie that kind of like breaks into a musical sequence, I am for it. Everyone at work jokes because I fought for Hotel Dallas to be in our festival for two, maybe three years. Wow. Because it didn't come out uh, in any kind of wide release in, in the U.S. So I'm like, it's still, we can still show it. We can still show it. But it's uh, by Livia Unger and her partner, uh, Sheng Li Huang. Uh, it's called Hotel Dallas. So in communist Romania in the 80s, oh, the whole population- Estonia, Romania. <laughs> yeah. I think we know your, uh, your hot spot Which for is, weird uh, movies I mean, here. Uh, it's the Eastern the, Bloc. The fact that I have not mentioned Asia at all is shocking. Right, they, right, right. They have some of the best weird movies yes. in the world. Um, they, so Romania in the 80s under communist rule had very limited access to television. The one U.S. show that was played over there was called was Dallas, which was this 80s- melodramatic soap opera like primetime soap opera yeah if you are familiar um so that was their only window like into what was happening in america that's what they thought america was um so a young woman decides to come to america um the the filmmaker herself and uh the so the movie kind of mixes this documentary scenes with staged and these experimental sequences but essentially her dad ran a hotel in Romania that was Dallas themed. Wow. But he also like I think it was I think he was uh skimming money, so he had to go to jail. Um so that hotel just became sort of abandoned. But she interviews her dad, but her dad also does the musical sequence where he sings this song that is very very, you know, staged and filmed. So it's just a bizarre mix of like okay, this is a true story, but now he is singing a yeah. song right. that is like choreographed. Dallas themed hotel yeah, in Romania. Exactly. That's weird. It is very strange. It is called Hotel Dallas. I genuinely don't know how available it is to watch, but just take a take Where a did look. you see it? I saw it as a screener because we get screeners for oh, the sure. festival and I was really pushing hard for it. And everyone's like, Stop talking about Hotel Dallas. I love that. I'm like, I'll stop when we show it. <laughs> People need to see. <laughs> so, a lot of the movies that I talked about uh, were released in the seventies, which I think is like a great age for weird movies. But yeah. I, d- I did want to talk about like one or two new ones that um, I think kind of like skew like those, those older seventies ones are more towards the eraser head kind of like yeah. impenetrable, weird for weird sake, Holy Mountain. Um, something that is a more like on the Sorry to Bother You, which like oh yeah has a plot line that you can follow. But it's still like weird and strange. I think Under the Silver Lake. Oh, I haven't came seen out it yet. Like t- last year or two years ago. I remember we did we did a podcast where we were like you know most anticipated Can't movies of the summer, it, yeah. and that was on there. And then like I it, it like it never got a release of, or I didn't. Yeah, see it had it or, a lot of troubles getting out. Yeah, yeah. Which always seems like that's going to be a bad bad sign. But it it was like in Sorry to Bother You, where it was there was a plot line. Yeah. 
there was a lot going on. And a, the a lot going on had a lot going yeah. on <laughs> in yeah. ways that were strange and unpredictable and kind of like, you know, stepped in acid and yeah. um, came back and were it was it was it was a path that I had not really like seen a movie go down and was very fun to follow. Oh, I good. think from I've beginning to end. I've heard good things it about it. I was long. worried because of all the trouble, but I have heard good things about it. Yeah, it was good. I have one of a, a more contemporary one too that I just rewatched. We also had this at the festival years ago, but I rewatched from 2015. It's called Ma, M A, and it is a story about Mother Mary. Okay. Uh, there was that horror movie Ma that came out like yeah, I know. a couple of months ago. It's not it's that a very one. unfortunate title because okay. it's really hard to Google. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Celia Rowson Hall was the director. Celia Rowson Hall is a dancer and choreographer, she does amazing stuff. But she does a lot of stuff on stage, obviously, but she does these short films that you can find a lot of her short films online, Celia Rowson Hall. Um, and she does commercials and things like that. But this is her only feature film, and it's a, a version of, like, the Virgin Mary, a pilgrimage that she makes across the American Southwest. There's no dialogue. There's sound, but there's no dialogue. There's only It's told through movement. So since she is a choreographer... It's some of it is dance, but not in a choreographed like stage kind of way. It's mm-hmm. more like movement and these kind of extreme movements. Um, the costumes are out of this world. The sets, the photography, it's the most one of the most beautifully visual, very bright too. Southwest, sunny, uh, like pastel kind of outfits. But you kind of follow the story through their movement and the sets and everything, but there's absolutely no dialogue. It is wonderful. It was one of my favorite movies that came out that year. But yeah, very bizarre. Ma. Ma. Celia Rowlson Hall. Ma. Vaguely Google it. <laughs> Under the Silver Lake, November. And then I'm going to put the, you know, Eraserhead, Holy Mountain, Pink Flamingos, Gummo, Zardas. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to put that on our website in the article yeah. for this so that we can have. Absolutely. You know. um, weird ones. Go see them. Challenge Go, yourself. If you're yeah. not fond, if you're, if you're not familiar with a lot of these, man, just forget about, like, what's it about? What does it mean? Forget all that. Just absorb it and enjoy it for what it is. There's no pressure. I feel like some people have pressure when they see something that they don't get. I don't get most of these movies. I don't know that it's the point. Yeah, totally. Don't, you don't have to get it. You can just enjoy it. That's weird movies. What else are you watching? Okay, Polly. Um, I recently watched, it was the Polish nomination for the, it was in the best foreign film category, best international film category, yeah, I yeah. think is what it's called now. Yes. Uh, at the Oscars for Poland called Corpus Christi. Oh, I had, uh, one of my friends did like, one of my friends saw all of the movies that were up for awards. That's impressive. Every single movie. It's kind of hard to do too, because some of them aren't out and. Yeah. And, uh. And had Corpus Christi like at the top of the list. How was it? Corpus Christi was great. Was it? It's about essentially a juvenile delinquent who's released from, but he's he's a juvenile delinquent and he's really hard, but he wants to be a priest, but he can't because he's a convict. He goes into this town and is mistaken for a priest and and just takes on that persona. It just fakes it? He fakes being a priest. Fakes being a priest? Wants to be a priest so bad he fakes it? In this small town. And then, of course, people who know who he is find out and then trouble is afoot. But it is really good, and the main Whoa. actor, whose name I can't—I don't know off the top of my head—has such an intense face. 
and it's just like you barely have an, even have to act when you have a face like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really, really good. It's it's joyful at parts, but it is intense and sad and violent in other parts. It's pretty impressive. I get why it was nominated. Wow, rogue unlicensed priest. Yeah, that's right. Uh, and called Corpus Christi. All right, love it. Okay, that's weird movies. I want to do weird movies every year. Yeah, um, there's plenty to cover. The Lighthouse. Yeah, the lighthouse is in there. Um, okay. Anyway, that's it. We can go all day. This is Cinebuds. Cinebuds is edited by DJ Kenny Perez. We had handcrafted sonic inspiration from the License Lab. Thank you. Our theme song is from Milwaukee musician Brett Newski. Never heard of him. And uh, we get support from uh, 88.9's members and from Milwaukee Films members. The best around. uh, Never gonna let you... Break me down? I forget. If I'm not singing it, I can't remember the lyrics. Wow. Yeah, that's it. Nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs> um, uh, that's it. Find us anywhere you listen to podcasts. Like, share, subscribe. Yeah, please do. That'd be great. Erase a review. That'd be great, too. All right, that's it. Bye. Bye.